sure I'm not on either. I bet I am. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Let's make sure that we're good. Hopefully the hip-hop's playing. Everyone can hear it. Desktop audio. Folks, right. Everything's good. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone's having a wonderful, uh, what is it? Is it thir- is it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Know your days of the week, Josh. Thursday, You're like, yeah. Um, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. Uh, we have a great show for you guys tonight. I'm very excited. Man, I'm just tired. I am exhausted. I don't even know how to run the show anymore. Ryan, Ryan, like, you, like you knew how to in the first place. Come on. <laughs> I, I spent hundreds of hours watching YouTube videos to learn how to do this shit, okay? Oh, it's not, it hasn't been an easy uh, uh, pathway for me here. Um, and then building a studio that's even more technical and harder to deal with. Uh, it's been pretty crazy. Um, but anyways, you know, before we get too far, let's uh, give a shout out to my good friend uh, and, and well-haired host, guest host, uh, Ryan Kurtz. Sir, how are you doing tonight? Co-host, I believe, is the the term you were looking for. Co-host, yeah, gay host, whatever. It's all the same shit. I don't know. Gay host, uh, yeah, no. Well, uh, I mean, on on that line of thinking, I uh, can I get some yep cocks in the uh, chat? Hello, yep hello, cocks. everyone. Just want yep cocks in the chat. All yeah. this man wants is some cocks, and you guys refuse to give it to him yeah. every week. I'm and I'm okay with it. Give the boy the yep cocks. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, I, I do want to probably should shout out sponsors before I start going around the table, huh? You can do it in whatever order you feel like. like I think the, I think I the welcome know. song's playing still, so that's good. I like it. But anyways, guys, go check out toplops.com, man, the myth, the legend, my good friend, and partner on Break the Cycle, where you get this great Epstein didn't kill himself shirt that you see me wearing tonight by using the term BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you can join all of our uh, Patreon, subscribe stars, uh, YouTube channel underneath all of my videos by hitting the join link where you can get into a private Discord server and get up to 30% off of all of Top Lops' new gear. Uh, two weeks before it goes to the general public at like a 30% discount, man. It's really dope. Uh, if you're subscribing to the show uh, financially for like 5 or 10 bucks a month, you're actually uh, getting a deal. If you're buying Top Lops of gear, you're actually saving money and supporting us both. So we really appreciate it. Of course, executive producer of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. They help organizations solve unsolvable problems in the technology and HR arenas. Uh, Their team leads by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change. Now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel challenges. Plus, they're my good friends. Um, People from the show have started using them for their businesses, and they're very, very, very happy. Um, and Amy Lepore is just absolutely a savage. I love her to death. So go support their business. Help them help you uh, become more successful with your business. And, of course, uh, last but not least, not even close to least, uh, executive producers of the show, Colwell Creative Content. They specialize in things like SEO to help your site rank well on Google or other search engines. Website design, optimized website content writing, optimized blog posts, copywriting, social media content management, newsletter writing and design, ghost writing and editing services, resume and cover letter writing. They work with all kinds of clients, including real estate, addiction treatment, mental health, health care, uh, banking and p- payment processing, but not the Federal Reserve or the CIA podcast. Uh, and they've worked with just about every industry, even libertarian political candidates and influencers, such as my good friend and mentor in politics, Mr. Larry Sharp. If they're good enough for Larry Sharp, I promise you they're good enough for you. Uh, they've been in business since 2012, worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients. Help them help you get in front of your target audience. I promise you will not be disappointed. 
Uh, guys, we've got a great show tonight. I'm very, very excited. Uh, but as as we already alluded to, we have the well-haired gentleman uh, in front of the pink screen over there, Mr. Ryan Kurt. Thank you so much for being here, sir. I appreciate it. I got you. some cocks in the chat. Did somebody drop some Thank you. Cocks yeah, Quest, Quest Fanny. Uh, Quest Fanny's been uh, watching the yeah. show since day one. He's a great yeah. dude. You're lucky Jess to have Cora him. also gave me a cock, so. You're very, very, shout very out, lucky Shout to out to them. Him. And, of course, joining us, uh, as always, the, the local grifter, my good friend from the Redacted Caucus, Mr. AJ Fisher, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm excited to be here. I'm just as tired. Just Are you just it's as a, tired as I'm I am? I'm just though? as tired as you are. I'm fucking exhausted, dude. Yeah. It's, it like hurt me knowing that I had to do a show all day today. I was like, fuck, I got to go home for a 12-hour work day. It's great show. to be here. Thankfully, my wonderful fiance uh, decided that she was going to make shepherd's pie early tonight. So I didn't have to do any cooking or cleaning or anything like that. I just got to come home, eat dinner, uh, lay on the couch with my little two-year-old for uh, as long as they would allow me, and then um, come down here and program. So, uh, But guys, we do have a great show for you tonight. New podcast coming up. Uh, I know you know uh, my, my fans are fans of podcasts. Um, and some of you are always like, there's too many podcasts out there. But what we don't have enough of is Western women podcasts. I, I would I would venture to say there's not enough of those. Um, I do talk on the show a lot about how I think we need more podcasts in the movement, not less. I know a lot of people are like, oh, there's more podcasters, this, that, this, and that. I'm like, dude, we're fucking like literally alternative media. That's all. That's, you know, we don't have enough of that. Unfortunately, uh, the, the, the whole market is dominated by, by mainstream media and we need more people, um, that are willing to say the tough things into a microphone and hope that even if it's only if it reaches like six people, you know, it's six people, it wasn't reaching before, but, uh, we do have a new podcast in the movement, uh, and it is called the Western woman podcast with, uh, Ms. Han and Wallace. How are you ladies doing tonight? <laughs> You're also tired. Very good. Exhausted. Yeah. Did you guys Very have? Exhausted. Did you guys have a long? Did you have a long day? Yeah. I mean, I am um, actually. I opened a grocery store yesterday, so this oh, is just the second day of that. So that's it's right. Been a very long day. I saw that. How's that going? What's that? so? It's like a like a local locally sourced like organic store or what? So, um, my, I'm just going to go ahead and start calling him my fiance. It's just easier that way. It is. He moved me across the nation to his hometown where he grew up and we bought the old nasty building that the grocery store used to be in and we remodeled it and revamped it all and opened it up. It's going to be all locally sourced. It's just going to be about small communities and building the culture back into this town. So nice. That's a- we've spent the past well, past like seven months really doing it, but the past four months we've been getting down in the knit and grit and grinding every day. And we just opened yesterday and now we're even more exhausted now that we're open. Yeah, opening a business can be uh, pretty taxing. I can imagine a big store like that and having to remodel and, and redo the whole thing. And then you gotta worry about product and you gotta worry about you know ordering and all that shit. I'm sure it's just hell. I can only imagine. I don't know. Anyways, AJ, you got anything tonight, buddy? It has been, but uh, it's been the pics of the store were inspiring. It was really cool. Yeah, it was on uh, it's on Twitter, right? Like the uh, pics are posted on Twitter of the store. Yeah, pretty awesome. Nice. Dude. Yeah, he, the, he the was, before he and after was amazing. Some, uh, mm-hmm. He was doing some reconnaissance because yeah. uh, AJ's not as active on Twitter as some of us, so of course they don't know Mother Girth and Lawless as much as we do, or me, mm-hmm. I do at least. Yeah, I I don't know them. You don't know I, him either, Ryan? I don't, I don't know him. I'm, you didn't I'm even very... do any reconnaissance? Oh. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I don't know them all either. 
Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> they're great guys. They're both great. They're Iowa. They're corn-fed Iowa boys. You know, that's how it works. Mother yeah. what? What? Mother what? Mother girth, dude. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's pretty dope. She's got a great t-shirt business. Some of the best t-shirts in the game, too. And that's saying a lot coming from a guy who, like, stands Top Lobster, right? Like, everything is Top Lobster. My, yeah. my entire show aesthetic is all created by Top Lobster. Like, everything, right? He does all that. He hand draws every single thumb. Top Lobster even made me. He's my dad. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Top Lobster is legitimately Ryan Kurtz's dad. Like, I think that I think that's a real thing. Actually, that's why he's got a little bit of Puerto Rican in him, Whoa. just a little bit. Uh, so so why don't you guys uh tell us about the the podcast? Whichever one you want to go first. What's the podcast about? Why are you starting it? And why are you doing it? Uh, basically, the podcast is to inspire women to kind of be legitimately wholesome, better versions of themselves. You know, both Lawless and I have felt that there is a very big lack in truly good word and encouragement geared towards women. You know, we see a lot of these male accounts, a lot of them on Twitter that I do follow personally, that are all about get your shit together, you know, exercise, eat right, be more ethical, all these wonderful messages. And we rarely find any that are geared towards women that are honestly good messages. They're either far too left and, you know, boss babe, slay queen, fuck all y'all, or they're just way too the opposite and there's no healthy balance. So, you know, she and I have been following each other for a long time. We both just loved each other's content. Um, We both kind of have hit rock bottom and climb our way back to the top story. So we're like, why are we not communicating more? Why are we not podcasting and getting the word out more that if we can pick ourselves up and be better women for our men for our children for our friends and family for ourselves whatever in the most wholesome powerful noble you know like biblical noble woman type stuff essentially nice then you know we kind of both feel like we're somewhat a little bit qualified to show that if we can do it anybody can because we both have those stories Sure, absolutely. And then I, I know Julia will be listening to that podcast for sure. There's no doubt about it. You will have a fan very quickly in my fiance. She's very into that stuff. Um, especially, you know, especially if Lawless pops on and starts talking about like organic crunchy shit too. She'll love that. I, I promise you. <laughs> She's a big fan. Um, she, she like, she doesn't even take Tylenol or anything. She takes, uh, what the fuck is that shit? Arnica. She's like, that's how I am actually. Really? I'm you, very, yeah, no, I, I stay away from pharmaceuticals. I do everything holistic as much as possible. I, uh, Do you chew willow? You can chew willow bark. Is that a thing? It's got aspirin in it. Willow bark has aspirin in it? Yeah. Are you sure if you about che- that? Yeah, if you take a piece of willow I literally tree, think you're just like pulling that out of your ass. No. Not at I, all. I've heard something it's an, like it's that. It's an Indian, um, it's a Native American uh, homeopathic remedy. There's And they tested it. There's aspirin in the tree, dude. Is you it, chew it. Is aspirin it's the... not easy. Isn't aspirin but, like a chemical, though? Hey, man. Google me, man. Well, is Google. aspirin is aspirin the name of the active ingredient in well, aspirin? I, I, I'm not going to say there's pills of aspirin in the tree. Yeah, I swear, that's insane. I swear it was like a but like multiple. I'm saying too, like there's like there's a chemical in, like in the a tree chain that like you take. Yeah, there's some then, kind of amino acid. I don't know, but it's it's the same effect as aspirin. So um, Indian uh, women would do this for um, when they're pregnant with pains. With, that was the classic smart, method. But they'd be chewing this willow bark. The active ingredient in aspirin, anisoleic acid or something Anisolic like that. Well, but look up willow, though. 
up the willow tree first. That's not. Yeah, look up the fucking willow tree, dude. What are you doing? Why are you I, looking I, up? Why are you looking up me, like media that confirms your bias? Get out no, of here, I wanted to see what the active ingredient in aspirin was because it's I thought aspirin. it was acetaminophen. Yeah, I, I, aspirin. I don't like it. Stop it. But so so um, I mean, are you guys going to take like on a like a more traditional like woman role? I mean, is it like it's not a traditional like a trad life podcast? Is what you're saying, right? Like that's the uh, the opposite version of the like slay queen podcast thing right it's i mean i guess that kind of just right well depends so, on your definition of trad you know everyone seems to have a very different definition of what it means true. and we kind of tested that theory not long ago actually yeah i think i i kind of get that too because you know i i feel like we're living a trad life like my relationship yeah. is like a traditional my fiance stays home with the kids i work but i still cook and clean and shit too which that's okay I survive. Um, no, but but we have we also have like hers, mine, ours, and somebody else's kids, right? So it's like <laughs> totally not traditional, right? It's not just our biological kids. It's you know adopted kids, my kids, her kids, my grandkid. <laughs> like it's a, it's you know it's a pretty mixed house. It's it's almost like a damn sitcom sometimes. Um, but I don't know. I I guess I, I don't know. Are you guys? What, are you just gonna focus on that stuff? Or are you guys gonna do like? Uh, I mean, are you gonna do like? current events and stuff like that and put that kind of spin on it too i mean it's it's kind of hard to avoid current events in any podcast nowadays but we've talked about we don't even like to use the word trad and like traditional because obviously we're both small business owners we're both you know stepping into the homesteading life and navigating through it ourselves so i think that as we navigate and learn we'll be able to in turn, educate others. And I mean, I think it'll be entertaining at the same time. It'll be a, an educational process for everyone. Nice. Hopefully, Lawless will get uh, some new internet before, before <laughs> you guys start doing a podcast. <laughs> we, keep, we keep losing you, Lawless. Yes, soon. <laughs> You're like cutting in and out real bad. So soon. Hopefully. Sorry about that. That's okay. That's, hey, you know what? Uh, we lost Clint from Liberty Lockdown like 32 minutes into the podcast once completely entirely we lost the whole stream and everything so it yeah, that was tragic it was because that was, that was the most we've ever had in yeah there was like a thousand chat. people watching or so or like uh it, it was like 120 something at people one time. in the live chat but it was yeah. like a th- almost a thousand viewers and we lost the whole stream I'm like you gotta be kidding Yikes. me yeah it sucks what's up AJ you look like you got something to say but I got a question yeah go ahead the when you say um you know for lack of a better word traditional women i just want to know where are the tenants coming from a religious aspect or um like a body autonomy aspect or like where's by the way where, this where is your, where your tenants are resident uh atheist um, oh yeah yeah he's, i should he's probably say that atheist on the show uh yeah. ryan ryan didn't even have sex until he was married um yep. and uh and there's some other thing i think he didn't have a beer till he's 21 yeah he didn't touch any alcohol. He's like the goody two shoes, and then AJ's like sitting here in like this, yellow shooting glasses. He looks like fucking. He We're looks like right here. He looks like uh, what, what's his name? Fucking Dan Connor from Oh Big yeah, Lebowski. Market. Shit. This is like, the Market Zero Donnie costume right here. Today. Yeah, dude, it's perfect. He's got like his green vest on, and it's like I don't know some boomer three percenter shirt or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I mean, you you caught his question, right? Sorry. This is not a religious podcast. There may be some times we might, um, like me personally, sometimes I do say, just in my general spiels, as a Christian, I feel blah, blah, blah. But that's more because 
as a Christian, I feel like we should hold other Christians accountable. Like that's what we're supposed to do. But this is not a Christian podcast. This is just general, be a better version of yourself, no matter what you believe in, because no matter what your faith is, what are you going to argue against working out and being healthier? Are you going to argue against feeding your kids healthy? Are you going to argue against, you know, keeping the house clean and trying to make your man happy? Like that doesn't matter what faith you have. That's just a general standard. So no, this it's not going to be based on Christianity necessarily. I use the term noble woman biblically earlier just because I popped across that in a Google search earlier. I'm starting a doula business and I'm trying to find some kind of name for it. And so I pop, so I just kind of popped my head. But no, it's not like we're just strictly basing this on complete Christianity and Christian messages and okay, whatnot. Understandable. And, and for the people who don't follow these two on Twitter, both of you guys had like some pretty amazing body transformations as well. Yeah. I mean, like big time. Um, Wallace, especially. But I've, I've seen you both like post before and after pictures and it was like, a phenomenal as a fat guy you know what i mean looking at this going man i really need to get to the gym but also like applauding you and being like stoked for you guys and i mean it's such a huge thing to like lose that much weight um i mean is 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 that's going to be a big part of it too or what the show talking about how you guys got through overcame that and, and did those kind of things yeah lifestyle other lifestyle choices yes for sure nice give us a sneak peek of like the mental transformation because I know, like, when you do a physical transformation, that's one aspect of it. But there's a lot more going on in your head. Can you give us a little peek about what was going through your head as you were changing? Yeah, I need to know that, too, because I, I like, wake up every morning. I'm like, God, you're a fat ass. It still does not, like, change a fucking thing for me, dude. Like, I'm like, I'm like God, you're fat. Go to the gym. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. And then I just, I just don't. Well, we always think of, like, Jordan. We were talking about Jordan Peterson. We always think about Jordan Peterson. It's like, you've got to be a better version of yourself, man. Well, the, Jordan room. Peterson's advice is how I lost weight because he, he Bro, just you said... You were, you've were always yeah. been a tall beanpole, dude. You just had a little extra weight in the belly area. You're all right. You're doing good. I'm, but I've lost 30 pounds in the last two years. Jesus. So Okay. Well, yeah. So, good too, show some respect. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, what, what was the, the headspace like for you guys during... You have to kick your own ass. Is that the only way? Um, I know for me, it was kind of a mix of things. I started my weight loss journey after I had two kids very close together in birth. And I'm like, this isn't what I want, the kind of example I want to set for my kids. So I lost a bunch of weight. And then I had a very uh, traumatizing event that kind of pushed me into constantly going to the gym, like nonstop. And because I didn't want to just be thinner, I wanted to be stronger and more capable. So yeah, at one point I used to be jacked. <laughs> and um, but that was kind of my thing. It was like I needed to I wanted to be capable. I didn't want to be a victim anymore. And I knew the only one that could change that was myself. So that was my whole transformation. I didn't just focus on body. I focused on rebuilding my faith. I focused on uh, tuning my skill sets and just trying to be all around better because I mean, I'm not going to truly heal unless I fix myself in every regard and I'm just going to be a hot mess for my kids unless I get my stuff together. So my, my kids were my biggest motivator. How close Absolutely. Are your kids in age? Oh, only like 15 months apart. Nice. Yeah. I, I'm, we got close, close to that with Tato and, and Rocco. Rocco. Tato was born December 31st, 2020 and Rocco was born August of 2022. So they're like, 
know, 17 months apart or something like that. Pretty pretty cool. I like Irish that. Twins. Two little boys. Irish twins is what they call it, right? Yeah. Well, and then we, we know we have the new adopted baby coming too. That was oh in yeah February. I have three little boys. Fucking absolute. Yeah. Uh, and they'll love course, it when they get older because they can just play sports against each other yeah, just and go in the backyard and beat each other up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and well, and 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 then we have the four that are older too, right? Mm-hmm. So we have, we have uh, Lou, who's five. He'll be pretty close. And then we have eight, nine, and eleven. Mm-hmm. No, eight, ten, and eleven. So it's like they'll have older siblings to look. At, I think. Yeah. Our house isn't like it is absolutely. Ryan knows we like like I only I only got brought, brought Ryan on the podcast a because he helped me move and I didn't have any Sam uh, and then B uh, <laughs> just no, <I'm laughs> oh no I no, yeah no, I know but also B because his, he always brings his wife over uh, every uh, Monday and Thursday and she helps out with kids like you know, free help with the kids help me move they're just great people and then AJ just like walks in five minutes before starts with beer. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> but he brings beer, so yeah, like beer, he's the beer guy. Hey, yeah. I did, I did message ahead of time and say, "What kind of beer would you like?" Yeah, he did, and then I told I him that you drink to Corona, and, and I didn't I'm not get Corona tonight. So I don't, even though I don't have to work tomorrow, I just, I don't know, I might go ride my bike, my motorcycle for the last time or something. It's supposed to be like a sixty degree day, and don't I'm do it. My motorcycle. I've been no, riding I've been riding to work the last two days. No, yeah. yeah. I know I fucking wrecked. Well, it's been two weeks. Saturday will be two weeks since I got. You not? Wait, did you get a new helmet? No, I've been wearing the same fucking busted helmet. <laughs> dude, don't hey, don't tread on me, dude. Don't tread on me. Gosh, what? I I the Japanese I, I think believe. I think I've earned the right to tread on you a you little bit. Me, That's fucked up. I'm right. allowed to do whatever. This is this is uh, Libertopia in this part of Iowa, okay? And I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Yeah, but I can hold you accountable no, as dude, your friend. You know, you know how hard it is to wake up in the morning for work at at four thirty in the morning, and then ask your fiance like, "Hey, can you get up so we can so we can go to work?" And then have to wake up two fucking babies that are two and under to take them with you at five o'clock in the morning to drop you off one point one mile away from the house. No, I just drive my motorcycle so I can get my truck on Sunday. So, what would you yeah, guys I, do? Listen, I have to say this, Josh. I have to say this. What? This has to be on record. Okay. The Japanese believe that machines are imbued with spirits. That machine has already tried to kill you once. <laughs> well, that was You're the dog. It was the dog that tried to kill me. Uh huh. The machine. I mean, machine is in perfect health still. Okay. Um, and I, I was just sore for two. This for the right. My toe was really broken. I may actually go to the doctor this week. Sell the demon bike. Well, I'm selling it. I'm trading my bike on Sunday for. Badass, like Iowa truck, dude. Like four inch lift. It's it's one point one miles. You could just ride a bicycle. And enclosed calf. Yeah, I. You guys, did you guys see my motorcycle accident? No, like not this last Saturday, but the Saturday before, I I came home to get an overnight bag for one of my um, stepdaughters at like eight thirty at night. It was dark, and I opened the garage door, and my dog was in there somehow and took off running. And so I went to chase her on my motorcycle like a fucking idiot. And, uh, and, and, uh, I went down the main road and I was doing about 35 cause I couldn't see her. And she came running out of our backyard in the, in right in the middle of the street, right in front of me. And I locked up my brakes and flipped off the bike at like 35 miles an hour and smashed my head and broke my toe and my angled my shoulder and hips. And, and, uh, everybody's like, you can't ride your bike anymore. You're not allowed to do that. And then I've been riding my bike for like the last two days. Mm-hmm. Bike was fine though. I got really lucky. 
I really now, I I never said you're not allowed to do that. You're the one that told me that you were done. Yeah, and I am done. Are your muscles sore, Josh? Everything hurts. Because you could cure them by the bark of the willow tree <laughs> that contains a naturally occurring chemical compound called salicin. When consumed, <laughs> your body turns salicin into salicylical acid, which acts as an anti-inflammatory to re- relieve ailments like minor aches, pains, headaches, arthritis, and muscle soreness. Great, our show's a fucking willow bark advertisement now. Like, I don't have enough ads in my show already. Now we're, now we're, like, advertising for a tree. Thanks, dude. I mean, upstairs me? we have the member of the Cherokee tribe. Dude, so. Every white person with blue eyes is a member of the Cherokee tribe, dude. That's how it works. That's me. Literally, yeah. It's a, it, I've never met a white person with blue eyes that wasn't like, oh, I'm part Cherokee. No, not me. Wait, <laughs> yes. I think I have a... I feel called out now. <laughs> are, you part, are you part Cherokee? Uh, yeah. Are you both? <laughs> yeah. Wait, are there blue eyes? I can't white, see. White girls with blue yeah. eyes, dude. I'm telling you. I, yeah. I've never no, met a white person. I, I've <laughs> never met a white person. With blue eyes that didn't say, oh yeah, I'm like 185th fucking chair. One Indian. of my siblings has blue eyes. And you don't want to there's know no, there's from. no Cherokee. Well, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. So we, we have some Native American in us too. So I, I, for the longest time, told everybody because everybody that I met that said they were Native American that were, were white when I was growing up were bl- like blonde hair, blue eyes, or dark hair and blue eyes. And so I was like, yeah, I'm Cherokee Indian. And then my, my uh, cousin did like a lineage search. Found out we're actually Creek Indian, which is completely different, like from Oklahoma or something. <laughs> and so, so I'm not actually part of the Cherokee Nation, um, but, but I do have you, blue eyes. Did you say blue eyes was linked to? No, to, just, I'm just telling it, you that maybe, every white person with blue eyes that I've ever met that's like I I'm a Native, Native okay, American okay, okay, is like, okay, oh yeah, okay. I'm Cherokee, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, what I think what happened was, I don't want to, don't want to push too far. But I think what happened was... That's new. You're not wanting to push too far. Castiano Spanish came here, settled here, which were like blonde hair, blue-eyed Spaniards. They Uh, they really took a liking to the Cherokee tribe. I think that's what what happened. Oh, okay, okay. It was probably in a a bad... It was like a bad light. I don't want to paint it. Right. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, they just thought they were pretty and everybody got married. I'm sure it was fucking horrible, terrible. But the lineage from that... Always seems to be like blonde hair, blue eyed people. Interesting. I, I was I was told the story. I'm Spanish. You're also oh, Spanish. See? I'm also Spanish too. My my. Well, uh, crap. We solved it. Well, you solved it. My my mom's side of the family has like Casiano Spanish, like white, like blonde hair, blue eyed Spanish family. Um, and and uh, I, I got some other mix. And of course, my dad famously on my show, my dad is from Israel. Um, so I'm half Israeli and. Uh, I can't be anti-Semitic, so all the people... Blue eyes are only 5,000 years old. What's that? Blue eyes are only 5,000 years old. It's also a genetic deformity. Yes. And I've heard that... The story I was told was that um, the reason that there's a lot of, like, (laughs) blonde-haired, blue-eyed chicks, like, in the Netherlands and stuff is because the Vikings stole all of them. So they would go around Europe, and they would steal the hottest chicks. Not by choice, Right. Well, of course. So they're taking no. them all back. So that's that makes up a lot of their genetic background. Where there's a lot of blue-eyed people. Not a thing from that. It's not from here. Really? Yeah, yeah. But when you said yeah, Spaniards, but... I'm like, yeah, they they went down that far. Well, the Spaniards were like it was a um, thousand year rate, you know. Very well known uh, for not being very nice. Yeah. Days. And I, and I'm really sugarcoat. Really sugar. Gross. Spaniards. Spanish. Stark. Spaniards did. America, especially. 
Ladies, oh. we apologize yeah. for the past transgressions yeah. I, uh, of our brethren. I don't. Bow to our feet like they did in that Sedona yes. freaking meetup thing. Well, the, I don't I mean, even this know. Is that was the most bullshit. peaceful. This has got to be the most yeah, peaceful time for females in all of humankind. Do you think it is the correct? Most, that's, it's got to be. Oh, my God. It's got to be. Gosh. Listen. We don't listen, even want to go there. This is a libertarian podcast, yes. so there's a lot of men watching this that have never talked I mean, to just, before. This is true. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a zigger. Oh, seriously, all the people that are watching the show, I love you very much. Uh, drop the viewers. <laughs> Do you, would you agree that this is the, the calmest time in history for women? I mean, call... <laughs> It's, I, I wouldn't just say take their calm, off just because they're not making it calm. <laughs> the women have not been calm. I think I said, did I say calmest? I think, no. okay, I'll, I'll clarify that. I'll say the R-A-P-E word is not, that used to be like kind of one of the main ways. It's far more prevalent back in the yeah. day, yeah. That was like yeah. how we made people probably 33% of the time. And Jesus now I think fuck. that's. Do you even think about that? That's how we made, yeah. made people that's, 33% that's of the time. That's how we made dude. people about a third of the time. I mean, look at you know? Genghis Khan and all yeah. that. Like, yeah, that's you true. Know, yeah, the dude no, reduced I... the carbon footprint of the earth. He killed so many people. <laughs> we can just take him <laughs> alone and say, they yes, women are safer than they were back in the well, you day. Would, you would think God. like watching the news or like media or of any type that like the most... Yeah, the worst time. The, for women. the statistic that one in four women on college campuses are are raped. Which I don't know. I mean, no. I, well, I it's sexually true. assaulted, but on the survey, they they said they included the for the definition of sexual assault is like ever felt uncomfortable around a man ever. That's, okay, I'm not saying okay. the stats okay. are true. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, I get that. But I just want to I want to talk about like violence towards women. Hard, yeah. hard, uh, hard life for women, um, minorities in general, uh, especially gender and sexual minorities, right? I mean, would you guys think that this is because because if you watch the news, if you watch TV, you think that it's um, like the worst time in the history for anybody who's not a white Correct. white male. It's fear okay? point, fear point. Um, and and I'm obviously a white male, and my life's like. You know, I just do like dad shit and like, you know, obviously I do a lot of politics, which is fucking absolutely frustrating half the time. Um, but it's like, it's easy for me mostly, you know, I like go to work and I come home and I have my family and I do the show, but like all the women I know too are like, oh yeah, dude, they like, we're, we got all the rights we want and all this shit. But like, you think that it's terrible. I mean, do you guys, would you guys say that the media is, is falsely pumping like this narrative that... Uh, this is the worst time in history for for minorities and women and and gender and sexual minorities. Fifty years ago, if grandma back taught grandpa, she get popped across the face, and um, that's not socially acceptable anymore. <laughs> like, so yeah, I think maybe we have it a little better than they did back then in that kind of regard. I'm not saying there's no room for improvement. I'm just saying compared to well, well, sure, but I feel like history. that's a double edged sword. I mean. Because that's kind of the point of what we're doing. Part of our thing is men need to be treated better, too. If you've got a man who treats you like a queen and he does everything for you, then why are you sitting on your ass not making him dinner when he comes home from, after working his ass off all day? Based. But that's not what women Based. are taught to do. They're taught, well, he's a grown-ass yeah. man. He can that's do it himself. Based. No, Wait, that's I, not I, how this shit I know shit exactly works. what you're saying. I totally agree with that. And, you know, as a man, 
so I, I I'm I'm born and raised here, so I'm a third generation East Sider here in Des Moines. You're starting, to, you're starting to sound like my my friend Jose as an actor. I bring it up. I know I bring it actress. up a lot. I bring it up a lot. But like working class, right? So blue collar, like um, yeah. The the abuse you're talking about, like the hands hands on women, totally hear stories about that back in the day, right? And I think now it's swung sometimes so far where men. We're afraid to do anything. Um, we were talking about physical altercations a little bit before the show uh, between females, having a domestic altercation with a female. You're so scared to put, hand, <coughs> to put hands on a woman, you're going to go to prison. You're going you're to get locked up. Like, yeah. it's bad. Oh, yeah. um, so I think there's men that will tolerate physical abuse, will tolerate psychological abuse, and just go, and if I fight back, you know, I can't well, fight a and, deal, and I you think, know? I think that, I think that, Probably, I would, I mean, I'm pulling the stat completely out of my ass. Okay. But I'd say probably like upwards of 75% of woman on male domestic violence goes completely oh, un- yeah, you're unreported. Not, yeah. 100, I mean, just like, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you have the like, you have an the ego like, thing, you obviously. It's an ego thing, right? You're like, you don't want to have to like tell all your boys like, yeah, you know, my. My woman, she fucking hit me yeah. so hard. I seen a white light the other day, right? Like, you, no, no guy wants to go and tell his homies that. But also, like, guys just don't, like, call the cops. You know what I mean? It's, like, very, it's much, it's, a, like, a, it happens way less often in a domestic dispute that a guy calls the police. That's just how it is, right? Um, and, and I famously have gone through, like, a huge domestic issue uh, several years ago in, like, 2018, 2019 with uh, – woman who I won't say her name on my show, but she knows who she is. And the people who follow me know who she is, um, where she tried to accuse me of domestic violence. Um, cops showed up. Mm-hmm. Cops were like, there was no domestic violence here. Gave me a ride to a hotel. Um, me, a ride to a hotel. That's right. when you know you didn't do shit. Right. Um, and uh, and uh, it, was, it was a rough situation. I, I was, had moved to Texas um, to be with this person. And, uh, and I was kind of stranded in Texas, like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do now? Uh, finally, I, I figured it out, thankfully, but by the time I got back to California, where I'm from, she was already saying all these things about me online and had tons of followers already. And it was like, oh, fuck, dude, like, this can really ruin my life, right? And I'm like, and I didn't do shit. Like, literally, I got hit a bunch of times, like, legitimately punched in the yeah. face, slapped around, scratched, like, it was really bad. And I was just trying to pack my shit and leave, right? And I wasn't nice about it. Like, I was, like, laughing and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, you being an nice asshole. Like, uh, how many like times? when I say, uh, like, if I say, like, I'm going to beat you up, you're just like, nah, dude, I'll kick the ever-living shit yeah, out like, of you. Like, people know that, you know, the people that <laughs> yeah. know me personally know, like. You I, talk shit. I talk shit. It's what you do. And, I've done, and, I, and I'm, I'm not, like, a pussy. I'm a pretty tough guy, but. Yeah never gonna put my hands on a woman like that you know what i mean and so like so it was like really hard for several years like two years straight where i had to like dispel these rumors about me and i i had to come with receipts dude because it was like people believed that and and i had receipts like i had text messages fucking police report and all kinds of shit right um and and she eventually kind of shirked off into the void and stopped talking about it and you know people kind of were like coming to me like oh dude we noticed this he would just keep every day make a post. Years. Once you're accused, though, of something like that, right. it's, just, it's, like, just it's a sting. It really stink. ruin your yeah. life. So guys don't want to even get involved in that. Kind of Correct. Shit. They don't yeah. even want to be Correct. a part of that because it always looks bad on a guy because no one believes that a woman's going to be a guy up. Yeah. I don't know. And it's, it's also kind of part of the reason why uh, 
men are have like young men are having less sex than ever and like it contributed to why i waited till marriage to have sex yeah. i watched my dad get falsely accused of sexual assault uh lost job lost his job because of it probably well over seven figures in yeah. uh court i don't know how we got into the violence on yeah. women thing i just want court to fees that, just it's that's a good question for the false ladies, accusations well, are just hold on we got some, awful. Uh, we got some yeah. super chats before we get too far in it quest fanning yeah. is uh my, my homie good friend of mine and obviously a big fan of um hannah and lawless as well he says hola uh two more of my favorite twitter mutuals great guests and then he just uh said why do we assume that's how babies were made women have sex drives themselves sometimes strong i think that I think that, oh, I think that a lot of times women have as strong a sex drive or stronger than. I'm talking about like prehistory, guys. I'm talking about we've been around for like two million mm-hmm. years. I've but, always... Yeah, I don't think but that was a... in <laughs> general, men tend to have stronger sex drive when they're young. When they're... Uh, men, men's sex drive stays relatively consistent until later in life. Women's sex drive you have falls no off quite a bit. What you're talking about? Homie. I can't you're see this. Are they cringing? You just had sex for the first time. I, I'm talking Jewish. about. Cl- I'm they, talking about clinical are, research. This is this is right anecdotal is evidence. Yeah, we lost. We lost. Uh, yeah. we lost Lawless. Unfortunately, oh. I don't know where she went. Okay, um, and now I'm like halfway on the screen for the virtual this thing. Is... <laughs> hey, what do you what do you think, Kenny? Do you think would you agree that probably a lot of uh, domestic violence on men goes unreported? Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt. I I know. I personally know cases. Yeah, it's something that's just not talked about. Yeah, no, it's a very real thing, and um, like I said, like we're very aware of how toxic women have become. Modern women, it's it's gone bad. It's gotten really bad, and we just kind of hope to show women that there's another option. <laughs> you know, it's we're kind of tired of seeing men just destroyed and hopeless because they can't find a decent woman out there. Because, quite frankly, it's hard to find a decent woman now. I can attest to that. How, how can you attest to that? You just got married, dude. Because <laughs> I was in the I was looking for a good woman for several years before I met my wife. Got married at 27, dog. Yeah. Yeah, I started looking for somebody to marry at like 21. That's supposed to be, you're supposed to be like women, you know, amazing women. I got really lucky. I found one very easily. Yeah. Instead, you're like, oh, they're hard to find. No, I I got lucky because I don't know if I could do it again. (laughs) (laughs) I think I tapped out the entire pool. It took me me 40 years, dude. I get it. It took me four years, and and I had to wade through a lot of bullshit. And then the dating scene. I went to college before smartphones. You guys have no idea, dude. It's so, the dating scene no is so idea. fucking horrendous now. Like, like I, I everything's online. I did online dating, dude. It yep. was just everything's online. It's like I don't even. Know I met people in person, dude. I don't even know back in the day. How do you even explain, Hannah? How do you even explain? Have you online dated? I'm sure you've online. Everyone does now, right? Um, <laughs> I. Not really intentionally. Like I downloaded an app and for one day and I was like, holy shit, this is unbearable. Like men are horrible too. Like you're all a bunch of fuck boy. It was, I mean, like it was just awful. And I, so I uninstalled it literally after one day and yeah, I did meet my career, my relationship online, but that kind of just happened. It wasn't like I was looking for that. They say there's like a, it's like a, what's 38 or 40 some percent of relationships are now started online. 
Yeah, it's that a doesn't lot. surprise it's me. My parents met off of eBay, for God's sake. A fucking e how did, <laughs> wait, no, 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 we got to hear your story. Yeah, how does yeah. this, how does this That's even a good work? story. Wait. <laughs> no, yeah, my mom um, met my stepdad through eBay. They were both sellers, and this was not too long after eBay first kind of became a thing. And I don't know if they still do, but at the time, eBay had like chat forums, you know, just kind of general conversation chat forums. And I guess my now stepdad came in and said something along the lines of, I'm not here to flirt. And my mom took that as a challenge and was just kind of up his ass for a while until they kept talking and one thing led to another. Just I, So I'm like, awesome. a, I'm like a big eBay seller, right? Like I'm like, I'm like, uh, oh. I'm blacklisted from eBay. I have my like, I know. I, I remember you talking about that. <laughs> I, bullshit. I've gotten really lucky. So I do like, I do like reselling. So it's like not anything crazy. I don't like make my own. If I made my own shit, I would definitely be blackballed from eBay. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I get it. But um, I've been on, you know, I'm like, I got like the special badge on eBay and all that shit. Like, fucking really a lot on eBay. Top seller. Yeah. Well, yeah. Top seller. And it's because I, you know, I do like sports cards and books. Kinds of antiques and vintage clothing and all kinds of shit. Um, and I, I just don't even know how you would like meet. Like you don't even see pictures. I don't even well, know. you're doing a high volume. You're doing like tons and tons of sales. I tell right? so, like, yeah. I mean, there was sales. there was some months where I did you know uh, five six sales. Like, yeah, it's a, quite. A I've bit. done niche stuff where like it's more you have like maybe ten things you're selling per month, and they're like unique things, and so you'll get a little conversation going sometimes with the buyer. They want to know more about the item or something like that. I could see something happening. Yeah, I mean, I've had conversations. Like, like I, I had a, I had, so I do art a lot. But I've never too. tried to pick people up on eBay. No, I that. would never. I never would even think about it. And, <laughs> that's and cool, though. Obviously, I can't. But you know, I'm, I'm very happily, right, right, like, right. very happily. Oh, committed. me too. I don't even like. I don't even like. Yeah, I don't even like. Thir I don't even thirst on on Twitter or anything like the other fuckboys. <laughs> but I, uh, I like. So, so I, um, I, I, I do a lot of art. And this is actually kind of a cool story. I do a lot of art. And I uh, came across this art piece, like a, an original art piece by a cartoon. Name is gonna. But um, I put it up for auction on eBay, and a guy hit me up. Hey, I really like that painting for you. He's actually my uncle, the guy who did passed away several years. Um, and I go around and collect all of his prints, prints that I can. And I was like, oh, that's cool. This is a print. This is hand drawn. He goes, no, there's no way. That's, I mean, I've, I, 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 he's like, I'm collecting art of his all over the country. It's very, very rare. I've ever been an original that I haven't seen. I talk to his wife all the time, and I'm like, no, dude, this is legit. I'll take it out of the frame and show you. It's oh, like shit. a legit on like on like bumpy paper, like hand drawn, yeah. fucking cartoonist original. It's called the Golfer, and he goes, uh, can I take these pictures? He just sent him some pictures, and he, can I send these pictures to his wife and ask? Please do, man. And he comes back, he's holy shit. Original, you've never seen. He's like, Can you? I'll pay what. And so I gave him a really good deal. I think I only, like, only. Yeah. But I just was like, how fucking cool is it? Right. You know what I mean? Um, that I had an original of his uncle's, and it was like a family thing. Um, but that's ha that's ha that kind of shit happens to me a lot on eBay. I had some uh, plates that had birds on them. They were like a. And a lady hit grandma, had him when she passed away, and she was bad. And I did, and I held him. And she made like me a really and how how happy they were. 
shit. And I was like, dude, I'm, what are the odds? It's still fucking cool. Sometimes it's cool, man. Like, yeah. really, you know. I don't know. You got a pretty cool uh, online store. Where do you sell at? Um, mo- honestly, mostly through Twitter. <laughs> that I can't list my t-shirts anywhere. People always ask me, like, well, where could I go to see your shirts? My pinned tweet because I keep getting banned from all these e-commerce sites because apparently I'm a domestic terrorist and I'm too violent. <laughs> Do you think it's just the Ted Kaczynski shirts? Oh no, no! And this has been going on for a couple of years. No, shit. does Etsy, does Etsy yeah. ban you? Were you banned on Etsy? Etsy, you... Instagram, um, eBay. I'm on thin ice with Facebook, and there's a good. Sh- I don't list anything on shop. I actually just canceled my Shopify because it's not really doing me any favors. So, yeah, no, I've been blacklisted from multiple websites at this point. Oh, good to know. I'm in a similar situation. Just trying to think about. <laughs> Like a red, like red box or something like redbox.com. Hey, you need to have that mic pointed right in your mouth because I, Sorry put, about that. okay, so here's the deal. Here's what's going on. I put, I put uh noise suppressors on our mics this time because I'm tired of the fucking echoes constantly. Got it. Um, and everyone's saying that they can only hear us like every 10th word and you're on the same suppressor that I'm on. So you and I have to stay like right up on the mics, buddy. Got it. Okay. I hate to Joe Rogan, everybody in the studio. But put that the mic. mic closer to your mouth, dude. Seriously. Uh, the online banning situation uh, is pretty crazy. Uh, I got banned on Etsy for making uh, paracord rifle slings. So now I just call them cooler straps. Let's <laughs> hope I'm not outing myself. I, I'm not going to tell you my story. But, uh, and it, it's weird the things that they'll ban and other things you'll see them scrolling through and you're like, how's that allowed? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you said they, they banned the Kaczynski shirts, but what else... Specifically, no, did they ban? I've never listed the Kaczynski shirts. Those oh, are fairly okay. new. And I already know I'm going to get banned again if I list those. No, the first things they were banning were, um, the first one was one of my shirts. It says, hippity hoppity, get off my property. It's got a rabbit with crosshairs behind it and a couple of rifles. That's, That's it. it. That's it. It's a good shirt. And But I think the problem was I had a lot of, so what started this, I started the shop around like mid-2020 early 2020 okay. so all of the acab riots were going on and everyone was taking the side of antifa oh. and libertarians and the boogaloo all that were labeled as domestic terrorists so be hi kids do you like violence are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. Because I was using libertarian flags and I had like Gadsden flag, rolling trays, things like that, my more libertarian leaning products got marked as domestic terrorist symbolism. So I literally got same day eBay or not eBay, um, Etsy and Instagram both emailed me saying that they were shutting down my accounts because I was, they, they, the, the emails were almost identical. So I'm telling you there's some kind of weird blacklist going on behind the scenes. They flat out said that I was a domestic terrorist and they couldn't support my products. 
So, yeah. Wow. How about PayPal? Did you get your PayPal taken away or anything? No, my PayPal's been fine. Um, eBay, I lost my eBay account in four days, and that was earlier this year. I got all I listed were some ashtrays. I listed one Gadsden flag ashtray that I had made. And I got an email four days later saying that my account was permanently suspended because I am a potential threat to the eBay community. Jesus Christ. eBay for listing, shame flag. on you. Dude, these people don't even know what a fucking Gadsden flag is, dude. They think it's some racist no. neo-Nazi thing. It blows my fucking mind, dude. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I list my, a lot of my, especially, I mean, my thing is if hippity hoppity got my property is considered too violent and terrorist for you. The Ted Kaczynski ones and the ones that call for killing pedophiles are probably also a little too violent. Yeah, no shit. Maybe. <laughs> I, but I swear so, I've seen like the kill your local pedophile or hunt your local pedophile shirts and shit on eBay. Like I've seen that on eBay, dude. And oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I you know I got like a, a bunch of my pictures back here. Like the is this the tomorrow with com communism and it's like the fucking factory on fire and shit. Like I get all that shit from eBay. Like I oh, got yeah. that from private sellers. And... It's like historical nostalgia or yeah, historical prints or whatever. Get away with it. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I think there's some kind of like behind the scene. I mean, really, the big thing that was like, oh shit, there's got to be some kind of like connection here is eBay or he was saying eBay, Etsy, and Instagram both emailing me the same day with emails almost verbatim complaining about the exact same photos. Yeah. Like that's, that's sus shit. They're tracking and your then, emails. And that was emails. two years ago. So now a few months ago, I signed up for eBay and in four days I'm blacklisted. Yeah. It sounds like they're following like that, your IP address or something. Yeah. Yep. Something doesn't make sense there. Same so. Was it the same IP? No. Wow facial recognition i don't know same residence though know. like same like gps location well and and i i um messaged my stepdad about it because he still uses ebay and i told him what happened he's like that doesn't even make any sense i've been selling stuff since ebay first started and i've never had anything like this so for you to be suspended and for i mean i still have the emails i actually read them out loud um on liberty lockdown a couple months ago i'm so i'm just so surprised that like after all the shit that I've done online and like all the bans and all the fucking like domestic terrorist warnings about me. And I'm, I know that I'm on fucking lists. There's no doubt. Yeah, I'm the vice like chair of the, the national political party, dude. Like I know I'm on list. Didn't right? you make like the Ukrainian kill list or yeah, some shit? No, dude. So that was a total joke, bro. Okay. I was, way. I wasn't sure what that was. Uh, Somebody, All these episodes are on our FBI agents like watch later list on on YouTube. There's no doubt. I feel I almost feel bad for my FBI agent that like goes in through my phone. It's just shit. a matter of time. He's like, I'm gonna find some shit, and he gets in there. It's like all family shit. Like it's all me talking about. Oh, look at my. I, you know, my, it's my fiance sending me pictures of our kids all day while I'm at work, and I'm like, oh my little chug, oh you know, and fucking. They're probably like, what a fucking loser. This is the this is the most boring domestic terrorist I've ever seen in my life. Well, yeah, that's because I'm just like a normal fucking family guy. Guy, you know what I mean? Who's like been labeled this extremist because I don't believe that the government should, you know, uh, tell me who I can have sex with, tell me who, you know, what to do with my money, tell me, you know, all these like really benign things that the government shouldn't be doing makes me an extremist. No, you're the fucking extremists. You know what I mean? The FBI and the CIA are the extremists. It's not me. Yeah. They're the fucking, they're the one, they're the, anybody who believes that these people, listen, I'm not the conspiracy theorist, dude. It's anybody who believes that the FBI and the CIA exist to, to help them. 
Those are the conspiracy theorists, not me, dude. There's no way that the guy who's like, you know, I think these people are kind of probably corrupt and not really in in our best interest to have them be a government bureaucracy and agency. I I feel like that's, that's, you know, not a conspiracy theory. That's pretty much out in the open, especially with like declassified documents after, you know, years and years and years of fucking secret corruption and then the people who are like no the cia totally helps us out and they're like you're a fucking conspiracy theorist i'm like you think i'm the conspiracy theorist i'm the one not you not the guy that thinks those those agencies that are in the open corruption are are good for you it's me okay i get it and now they're fucking keep kicking you off for making a living yeah it's it's getting really bad um i mean I've done a couple of podcasts on that too. I've actually keep saying I would love, 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 love if Elon Musk created a um, e-commerce site just because he's all on his high horse about free speech and whatnot. I'm like, okay, you want to get rid of cancel culture? Let's create an e-commerce site where not everything is canceled all the time because that's why I avoided posting my stuff on Shopify. Everyone told me that Shopify is just as bad, if not worse than Etsy when it comes to canceling over products and messages like that have you have there you never is no safe route have you never done a shopify no i did but i mean it's really not worth it to be honest and that's okay. another problem is that etsy kind of has a monopoly on e-commerce sites sure. when people think i want to go for somewhere go get something handmade they think etsy point yeah. blank so you just don't get the traffic on any other e-commerce site like you do with etsy when i was looking to start look up for an alternative I found all these articles even that were even written last year and they were posting all these links. Try this site, try this site, try this site. And half of them were shut down because they couldn't keep up with two things. They could not keep up with Etsy. They weren't getting the traffic like Etsy gets. And they couldn't keep up with all the new government regulations that was required to run an e-commerce site. And, and it, it's funny because I think Top Lobster is on Shopify. I th- I'm pretty sure that's where I order all my shit from. <laughs> From Top Lobster at is Shopify, and he's got some gnarly shit. But we don't talk about this enough. Top Lobster got a fucking cease and desist letter from Raytheon, bro. Yeah, and then he turns around <laughs> and makes a shirt yeah, that just so says Gaytheon. Yeah, he got a, so Top Lobster, the, my art guy, the, my brother, my fucking partner on the show, the guy who helped me get this whole thing off the ground, yeah. who makes all these great clothes, uh, he made a Raytheon shirt. I don't remember what the shirt said. Was I know it, the it just said like one? No, it no. just said like no. Raytheon. Someone did a Gaytheon. It was like Raytheon. <laughs> bomb your Top way to Lobster freedom. also did a Gaytheon. It was like it was like Raytheon bomb your way to freedom or some shit like that. Spicy. And he got a fucking cease and desist letter from Raytheon oh saying that you cannot use our name and all this shit. And so he kept it up for sale for like two more days. Told everybody it's your last chance to get the Raytheon shirt. Uh, took it down and put up a new shirt that is a rainbow a rainbow print Gaytheon. <laughs> okay yeah that's the one i saw yeah, yeah that, the that's the new one. shirt that's the shirt that he replaced it gotcha with. so gotcha. instead of because i you know my uh, first my right. initial my initial thought was fuck that fight that dude you know what i mean but he's like nah it's not worth it. he's got kids and shit you know what i mean too and he don't want to he don't want to fight that so what did he do he just trolled the fuck out of raytheon and now it's gaytheon and it's 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 perfect. I mean, it's oh, literally the best. I, I after he did it, I was like, "That's the best fucking possible outcome for that <laughs> is to put the Gaytheon shirt up to make fun of Raytheon." It's like the I Meat Canyon video. It. When I have spare cash. I'm gonna have to get one because <laughs> I love it. Now that I know the story. 
What's that? There, there was a Meat Canyon video, and Meat Canyon is like a... What the fuck is Meat Canyon? He's a YouTuber that, like, does horror animation things that are that are pretty funny because he takes, like, child, childhood classic things, like nostalgic things, and just makes them the most horrific things you can imagine. And he did one on Bugs Bunny, where Bugs Bunny was a rapist. <laughs> And Warner Brothers copyright claimed it, making it canon. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, A rapist dude. Bugs Bunny. Yes, that is terrifying. That's fucked up. Was he dressed up like a girl bunny when he was? Or, or, no. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll have to show you it. I've never heard of Meat Canyon, and I don't think I'm gonna go looking up Meat Canyon anytime soon, buddy. He's really talented. How do you even find somebody named Meat Canyon? What the fuck kind of shit are you Googling, dude? <laughs> Meat Canyon? He, What's in your I think he has like... He has like... He has like two or three... Right. Two, two million subscribers on YouTube, something like that. So he's not small. Yeah. Good that's, to know. That's the two million degenerates in this country that decided to Google fucking Meat Canyon, dude. <laughs> that's, who, that's who follows that man. I don't know. Well, Han, we're getting we're getting to the uh, I I do you just is it Han Hannah Han Han I I keep wanting to call you Han because H A N solo I solo. honestly I kind of just let people say whichever yeah mm-hmm. but I feel like All it, it sounds too close to like Han but I live in I live in the Midwest which is normal yeah. to say Han everybody's yeah. like oh hey Han you know like I don't you looking at me all weird for right I it's true I think Han's weird, cool weird Han? old ladies here in Iowa are constantly like oh hey Han. Come on, dude. Don't act like you haven't lived here your entire fucking life. I've lived here my entire life, and that's not and a phenomenon also, and I'm also familiar in with. In Iowa, if you want to end a conversation, you slap your knee and go, well, look at the time. Well, yeah. That's if you're leaving. Yeah. That's well, look at the time. Yep. I know. It's, uh, it's literally how you get rid of people in the Midwest. And then, but then you have to have a 15 minute conversation at the door and another 10 minutes at the car. And then they're finally out of there. That's how that works. But, anyways. Um, so when is the show coming out? I, we're getting to the end of this thing. We will do like a, like a 15 to 20 minute members only stream when this is over. But, um, before we get there, when's the show coming out? Uh, how many episodes you guys going to do a week? Where can people find you, support you, all that stuff? Um, we're hoping to get it going like mid next month. You know, she just opened her grocery store and she just got over E. coli and salmonella. So she's been a little, (laughs) yeah, she's been a little preoccupied. Um, but yeah, we're planning on getting it started as soon as possible. We're going to be on rumble odyssey, YouTube, you know, basically whichever Spotify, you know, I'll, I'm used to using anchor, um, my, my old co-host for my old podcast, uh, Nev, he's going to be basically the Jamie to our Joe Rogan. He's going to be producing and everything for us and helping us promote. So in the next couple of weeks, we're hoping to get this really off the ground when things kind of die down on her end and all. Um, but yeah, no, um, we're excited. We've been planning on doing this for a while, so we're doing what we can. I, I fucking need a, I need a Jesse really bad too. Jesse? <laughs> or is that what it is? You're you're thinking Breaking Bad. That's what I meant to say. Jamie. Neither of us are tech savvy people, but he knows all about it. So we're just kind of letting letting him do it. Well, I do. I do everything here. The camera and the fucking audio. And I like switch between everything and while I'm doing the show. And it's fucking it's hard, dude. It is hard. I'm telling you, it's much better to have somebody who's going to do those things for you. I promise. As somebody who threw himself into a live show, fucking multi-angle, multi-camera, like 
area, it's been very, very hard uh, to, to learn. So uh, be glad that you got a tech person to help you out. I'm sure it will oh, make you a lot better. Oh, yeah. Harder. I know how to upload onto Anchor. Click upload done <laughs> my end is done yay yeah. <laughs> that's all i know how to do well and i have to so the way that i have to do the show on anchor is i have to pull i have to rip the audio from youtube mm-hmm. and then i have to upload it to uh anchor and then i have to like edit it on anchor and add in the ads and then i have to you know what i mean you have to like type in all the shit and then then you can upload it so it's pretty easy but i you know sometimes it takes it could take like two hours to rip the audio it could take like another hour to upload like an hour or 20 minute show. So it's like, sometimes I'll do it and then I'll put my phone down. I'll come back and it will have failed. So people, a lot of times when people are like, why didn't you upload the show yesterday? And I'm like, dude, you guys have no fucking idea how much of a headache it is sometimes. You know what I mean? You'll have to show me your process for that. Yeah. I'll show you. It's just, a, you just take the link, the YouTube link and put it into like a fucking uh, YouTube to MP3 ripper. And then, okay. and then it just rips the audio and downloads it to your, I do it on my phone, dude. Literally, if I did it on my computer, it'd probably be a lot easier, but I don't always have time to be in front of my computer the day after a show. A lot of times I have to be with kids or, or do a, or go to work or something. You know what I mean? And just not, it's just not easy to do it that way. So, um, it's just what it is. Han, when guys are talking with technical stuff, do you just get hypnotized? You just kind of see like the, like the swirlies in your eyes. (laughs) I just kind of Charlie Brown's teacher you know wah, 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 wah. that's that's how it sounds to me honestly that's how it was to me too for a long time and, <laughs> and when i decided i was going to do show i watched hours and hours and hours of of youtube videos on how to set the camera how to audio how to work yes how to i mean everything i had a I can, everything i can go raise rabbit from birth turn it into dinner purse grab a foot keychains i mean like i'm I'm talking like pelt tan the pelts myself and sew it into a damn purse you ask me to open a pdf and all of a sudden i'm joe biden i don't know what the hell i'm doing (laughs) we're all a little joe biden at something you know what i mean maybe it was just give me my ice cream and let me be at peace (laughs) give me some ice cream and point me towards the bathroom i'm not gonna make it much longer uh well, Hannah, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm a big fan. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I'm sure my my fiance is going to absolutely love it. I'll be checking it out too to get a, another perspective on on this kind of stuff because it's important. It's important, man. Your wife will watch it too. Yeah, my wife was interested in it. She's actually in the chat right now. Is she in the chat? Yeah, she said, no. "Hey, Ryan, you're cool." Oh, that is her. Look at yeah. that. <laughs> That's pretty neat. She's going to see you talking about sex, your sex life now, and she's going to be like, "What the fuck?" No, she won't. No, you, she's. You guys are young and spry. You're having, you're enjoying your, oh, I, nice, nice, dude. I like, I like go to bed at night. You know what I mean? Like after, like late after everybody's gone to sleep and I get into my bedroom and there's like four kids in the bed every time I fucking go in there and I'm just like, God, just go somewhere for five minutes. <laughs> I'm always afraid I'll crush one. What? I'm always afraid I'll crush a, a kid. Well, so like, I, I keep, I I, we keep the around. small baby on the other side of Julius because she has to, she wakes up and breastfeeds. So yeah. it's really easy. Like co-sleeping is, is best, I think, because it really attached to you with thing. Uh, but also because uh, breastfeeding happen again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She just literally just rolls over and drops a booby. She right have like there. the little bassinet right next yeah, to the bed. She just, no, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. The baby is. Oh, the baby's in the bed. Okay, in the yeah. bed. We did the bassinet. Yeah, she literally just roll over and just like 
shirt up and yep. bam and then yep. she can like fall asleep while she's breastfeeding you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yep. and that's it's really like the best way to do it i think in my opinion and our kids are you know like our two boys are so attached and because they so slept we didn't you know if my son wants to be held i pick him up i mean you know what i mean like they, it's mother nature man yeah i, I, meant, I just watched the joe boy uh special his newest special who i love by the way one of my favorite comedians Boy, and he said, "I'm gonna hold my fucking kid, my son, till he's 20. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna be at the store <laughs> running around, being like, and he's gonna be like, Dad, put me down. We're at the store. No, I'm gonna get some beer. And we'll go. You know what I mean? Like that's gonna be me because you, you, at some point your kids don't want to be held anymore, and yeah. and that's a sad fucking reality to think about. And so like I'm gonna hold my son as long as he's gonna let me hold him. You, know you don't I mean? remember the last diaper you changed. You won't remember the last time you picked up your kid. He won't remember any of that shit." I mean, and, and, and you don't know uh, when the last time it's going to be. It's a know. sad thing. It's a sad realization to have that at some point you'll never again pick up your child, dude. That fucking sucks. Yeah. So I'm going to hold him as long as he's going to let me hold him. Both of them. I'll hold him at the same time. I love those kids. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I just, I just, uh, it is, it is, sometimes it is rough when you want to go to bed at night and you go and four kids in your bed and you're like, Literally every kid that's five and under is in our room right now, and I'm like, God. you got the last six inches on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like smashed up against the toddler bed because my two year old's got a toddler bed right next to our bed. I'm like, it's a car bed, you know, I'm like smashed up against the car and, yep. and her and the baby, and then the four, the five year old who like sleeps sideways, and I'm just. You listening, Ryan? Huh? Are you, yeah. Ryan? Are you listening to this? Yeah, I okay. am. Yeah, and I, I was just, I was listening to <laughs> the Michaela Peter, Peterson podcast yesterday and they were talking about co-sleeping a little bit and how it's perfectly safe for mothers to do it but like you don't want you don't want the father to like be next to the child that's dumb that's fucking stupid no no that that's, that's when the stupidest fucking thing i've ever heard no it's like it's like there's research into this no there's not yeah. What, like you're gonna roll over on the kid or yeah like... yeah mother oh. there's like no no cases where mothers Roll over on the kid. Yeah, they do. It happens all the time. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fucking. It happens all the time. And listen, how many dads have you heard leaving their kids in hot cars? Talk you've, about that. You've one. got to get out of the bed and leave your kids Never. with your wife. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that, dude. You're gonna, I'm, uh, I'm gonna sleep right next to I, my two-year-old. Potato baby. sleeps with me every night. Yeah. Right up on me. I mean, like literally, it has to be right pressed up mm-hmm. against me every single night. I've been like that for a year, dude. But like. Yeah, but like a, a two-year-old is different than like the fourth He's trimester. Now. It's been like that for a year. I don't do yeah. it with the infant. I mean, if you yeah, yeah, this was yeah. this was talking maybe about essentially like, the fourth trimester where babies are yeah, most vulnerable. Maybe a three-month-old infant, maybe it's not yeah. a great idea. But I, I mean, I still don't, I still don't buy it, dude. I think fucking there's a there's a, a maternal instinct, and then there's a there's also a fatherly instinct too, not to roll child. It's not the norm, dude. I think. I, it's pretty rare. That's it's I mean, it is pretty rare. Conversation about it, dude. Yeah, love conversation. About it. <laughs> Everyone here's got kids, but you, bro. Okay. Yeah. You're lagging. You're holding us up. Dude. <laughs> well, Hannah, I appreciate you coming on. If you could just give us like uh, you know five minutes close out, we'll do the members only stream. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Great show tonight. They're great. Mm-hmm. I wish uh, Lawless had better audio. Maybe we'll do another another uh, show where she can come do back. The, on. Do another show with Lawless. Yeah, that, yeah. That'd be cool. She was ready, but she she uh, actually sent me a message and said that her audio was so choppy she couldn't even hear. Yeah, there you go. Oh, well. and so I think that that had a lot to do with it. And I feel that deserves a redo. I hope my audio got better to the stream. Uh, JC, thanks for the five dollars super chat. He said Hannah seems really nice. She is cool. Yeah. I've been following both of them for a long time. They've been really cool. There was like a there was like a really tumultuous time and like a certain circle 
a liber- liberty drama podcaster. I, I don't know. I got like really swept up in it for a while because I refused to like denounce somebody who had had a relationship that went sour and I don't some shit. I don't know. I got blamed for all kinds of fucking things. I, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, and so, and so there was like this big rift in the movement and, and, you know, I feel like they were kind of part of that circle as well. And they never like said a bad word about it. I, really yeah. I followed them both on Twitter. I'll be, I'll be looking for the uh, podcast to come up. Yeah. Yeah. I will too, man. I'll That's definitely cool. go check it out and, and we can always have them back on too. But I, I just, uh, I think it's going to be good. I think it's gonna be a good show. What do you think, Ryan? I think it'll be great. Yeah. I just hope they do crunchy organic shit so I can like learn something new and like surprise my fiance. Like, hey, I learned about this fucking witch's root shit today that I think will really help you with, you know what I mean? I hope they, I hope they talk about that every once in a while. Because I don't know shit about that. I'm like, I don't take medicine either. That's only because that's like an ego thing for me, right? Like I fucking spent, what, a week on the couch with broken Yeah, you asked me to bring you ibuprofen and then didn't take yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, hey, you think you'll bring me some ibuprofen? He brought me a whole bottle on Monday, the Monday after my motorcycle accident. And I was like, awesome, thanks. He brought dinner over for the family. And I, t- I took this brand new bottle of ibuprofen, sat on the counter. I was like, well, you know, uh, maybe I can make it through this. And, you know, and if, my, my, my justification was, well, if I have a little, if I have a little uh, internal bleeding, the ibuprofen's going to make it worse. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I shouldn't take it until I know that there's no internal bleeding. I want to make sure there's no giant hemorrhages I inside my body first. Hard, I mean, it knocked me out. It was, it was, I mean, I'm pretty tough. Knocking me out is not an easy feat, especially with a helmet. It should have brought the Crazy willow bark. Bitch. Yeah, I'm fucking. I, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm hard to break, dude. But my toe is still. <laughs> yeah, my shoulder's better. My back is feeling a lot better. Two days ago, I was supposed to do a show with Dave Casey, and I was literally I couldn't like after our show on Monday. Yeah. Like you remember how bad I was hurting after the show? Oh Monday. yeah. And then Tuesday, I was supposed to do a show with with Dave Casey, who's one of my favorites, and back, my upper back and shoulder, and now I'm like. Feels all right. It's loose. I'm doing good. But anyways, uh, yeah. What's going on? What who do we got coming up next? I don't. I I don't know. You don't tell me these things. Oh, Adam Choi's coming on on Monday. Who uh, has a movie dropping? Short film. Oh, cool. Um, uh, fucking know that I know the name. I've actually watched it. I got to see it like a year ago after like post production and everything was done. Hmm. It's really really cool, dude. It's like some Orwell shit, dude. Ooh, a short film. I'm interested. Yeah, dude. I'll have you guys. I'll see if I can send you the link so you guys can. I think it drops this. I think it drops today or tomorrow. Um, so it'll be public. Um, cool. So, but we're going to talk about that. His, his, uh, his career and directing and stuff like that. And he's a really cool guy, man. He's a California guy, of course. Industry. They all, you got to live there if you want to be in the industry, dude. Yeah. Where to go. Um, but yeah, so we'll have that show on Monday, Adam Choi, and then uh, Clint is rejoining us the following Thursday. Let's go make up to uh, the show that we dropped halfway through the stream. So we'll have uh, uh, Daddy Clint on the homie. That's my that's my dude. I fucking love Clint. He's so cool. You know, you see Clint online, and then you get to hang out with him in person. He's like the same fucking person, dude. He's, that's I enjoy that. Reed too, who's a good friend of mine. Well, Reed Coverdale, who's been. Um, Digitally unpersoned from Twitter, unfortunately, but yeah. yeah, I got in a little spat with Tho Bishop about some of Reed's tactics. Yeah, well, Tho's uh, he's a Republican, dude. 
You know what I mean? And and I I I really uh, I really respect Tho. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. I, I enjoy talking to Tho, but he's he's a Republican simp, and he's going to simp for the Republicans and keep calling libertarians with you know what he thinks they are. And so I just let him go on and on and on and on. But I I disagree with him. Well, interestingly, in the liberty movement, Tho was the first person that followed me. Before I knew you, Tho yeah. was following me on Twitter, nice. which. Well, and he I works at the Mises Institute. I mean, he's a mm-hmm. scholar at the, at the yeah. Mises Institute. He's a fucking, he's smart. I've had him on the show. He's oh, a very yeah. smart guy and really cool and, and down yeah. to earth and super chill. And he's kind of lives in the redneck Riviera. and You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but man, he's just, uh, he's a, uh, he could be really hard headed when it comes to, to the politics stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even argue with him because I don't want to get into it. But, and, and I, I'm the vice mm-hmm. chair of the Libertarian Party. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I forget that myself sometimes. Yeah, you you absolutely do, but he, like, I'm like he's oh, a shit. That's right on the vice chair of that fucking party. Right? Yeah. He, he's a good dude, but he he doesn't have much risk risk tolerance built into him. He he's have a risk tolerance, and he doesn't have any room for for. He, there's no wiggle room in his in his you know his. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess what he call his uh, vision for politics yeah. in the United States. I mean, there's no wiggle room. And that's mm-hmm. fine. You know, I, I, I used to be like that too. Now I'm kind of like at a point where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to be a member of the Libertarian Party anymore. <gasps> I, yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy, right? I don't know if I want to do any political activism anymore. I'm just so fucking over it. Um, you know, I, a lot of people don't realize that I took the, the, I put a target on my back and went around the country for five years, 48 states for the Mises Caucus to build this mm-hmm. takeover. And I was the guy. There was no Dave Smith or Tom Wood. It was me. I was the face and I've taken a lot of fucking arrows, dude, for a long time. And it's, I've gotten to a point where it's like, dude, you know what? I don't. And now I've like taken arrows for my own people and shit over the last couple year and a half. And it's like, I don't even want to be a fucking part of your shit anymore. Like, I'm just done. And I, and it sucks because I just got elected vice chair and mayor. Yeah. Right? Well, the libertarians took over the libertarian party. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. I don't crazy. Know. Anyways, we're going to get out of here. But before we go, of course, go check out toplopsa.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle. We're going to get this great Epstein didn't kill himself shirt that you see me wearing tonight by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you can join the Patreon, subscribe, star, become a member of our YouTube channel under all of our videos by hitting the join link. Uh, of course, you would financially support Break the Cycle, but you get into a private Discord server uh, with a lot of cool people that Ryan pretty much moderates at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah and, uh, i'm can, like 50 percent of the content yeah, he's pretty much 50 percent of the content but uh and and uh and you can get all top lapses new gear he'll drop it there first and you can get it before it goes to the general public like two weeks before at a 30 percent discount so if you're supporting break the cycle uh financially and buying top lapses gear you're really actually saving money and supporting both of us so it's really a good deal honest to god and top lapses you know when he does drop new stuff it's always fucking fire dude every time i'm just like god damn i love you dude my favorite um, and of course, executive producer of the show, anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, and personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. They help organizations solve unsolvable problems in the technology and HR arenas. Uh, their team leads by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change. Now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel challenges. Plus, Amy Lepore is amazing. I mean, she's just fucking savage i've had her on the show twice and uh for the people that haven't seen those shows you should go watch the first show especially where she talks about what she does and how she's worked with government officials and stuff like that on crisis planning and 
um, how bad they are at it and, and uh, how she does this for, you know, private businesses and has really saved them a ton of money and, and headaches and stuff. So really good stuff. And of course, executive producers of the show, Colwell Creative Content, specializing in things like SEO to help you rank your uh, well on Google or other search engines, website design, optimized website content writing, optimized blog posts, copywriting, social media content management, Newsletter writing and design, ghostwriting and editing services, resume and cover letter writing. They work with all kinds of clients, including real estate agents, uh, addiction treatment, mental health, health care, banking and payment processing. Not the Federal, Not Reserve, the Federal Reserve, Reserve or the CIA or podcast. The CIA podcast. Uh, they've worked with just about every industry, even libertarian political can- candidates and influencers, such as my good friend and mentor in politics, Mr. Larry Sharp. Good guy. If they're good enough for Larry Sharp, I promise you uh, they're more than good enough for you. They've been in business since 2012 and worked with hundreds of clients. Let them help you get in front of your target audience. I'm going to, no doubt. They're great people. I love, I love, Craig's amazing. Go check them out. It's going to help you. If you got a podcast, trying to get in front of people, you're trying to rank well, uh, or if you're, you know, you're a political candidate, or if you have a business, um, they're going to give you probably the best deal uh, possible on that kind of stuff. And you need it. It really, it really is hard uh, to make headway in a lot of these spaces and you want to stand out, they'll help you do it. Uh, but anyways, guys, I will see you on Monday for the show with my good friend, Adam Choit. I'm very excited about that. You got anything before we go, Ryan? Uh, I do not. Nothing? Nothing. I mean, you got I got, I got my Yepcocks earlier. Like, <laughs> I got my Yepcocks. I don't got nothing else to say. Filled the tank. Mm-hmm. Filled the tank. Yeah. Uh, AJ, you got anything before we take off? Oh, uh, go vote. If you're not, yeah, Fuck early voting just started. Dude. Go vote. Go vote for uh, Rick Stewart and Marco Battaglia. Yeah, yeah, vote for Rick Stewart, Marco Battaglia. If, uh, if you're in Fairfield, vote for Jeff Shipley. He's my favorite. Okay, you okay. Flip your ballot. Flip your ballot. Freedom Amendment number one. Amendment number one. Vote yes. We've been waiting 20 fucking years to get this thing on there. The Freedom Amendment. Need 60% the, Freedom the, Amendment. That's yep. the one for the... Uh, Secures your Second Amendment right in Iowa. Keeps the feds off of our shit. Yeah, no more federal... Do it. Uh, no more... They will recognize no more federal gun laws in yes. Iowa. We'll nullify all future federal restrictions placed on us. Awesome. I love it. And we already got constitutional carry. When I first moved to Iowa, you had to get a permit to buy a handgun. Yep. And now you can fucking conceal carry without a permit. Yep. <laughs> it's great. Well, I'll see you guys on uh, on Monday. We'll, I, I don't know. Will you be here, AJ, on Monday? Uh, yes. Okay. So we'll have AJ and Ryan back in the studio. We'll be hanging out with Adam Choit. And then, of course, the following Thursday with Clint from Liberty Lockdown. It's going to be fucking awesome. I will see you guys on Monday for that show. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. to explain the lyrics of my last song they seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse of the frame but i just landed in minecraft the helicopter part was a reference to gta 5 and the things you do so any violence you commit i am not an excuse because i just landed in minecraft what trooper is my friend and he's constantly cold accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft Doing nothing, I mean you know it 
Your product is getting close to COVID. 